We're presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. We are back at One Jets Drive inside the studio. Anthony, back up from Florida. I think Eric Coleman over the bridge from Long Island, correct? Yep. Good to see you, fellas. Good to be back on, man. It's been, uh, I guess, a quick offseason for us. Now man. we're back into it. It's already draft see. coming draft up. Draft is crazy, man. It's exciting, though. It's exciting time for this organization and what they can do. So, exciting times for the Jets. But I have to ask you, A.B., since you live down in Tampa, yeah. what the heck was going on down there? Brady retires. Yeah. Then he decides he's going to come back, and then Bruce Arians retires, and Former Jets head coach Todd Bowles takes over. Yeah, you know, I'm happy for Todd. Obviously, I'm a big Bowles fan. Uh, you know, look, I think Brady probably, you know, it wasn't the most ceremonial exit initially with the leaks and all that stuff. I kind of like felt like it was like, ah, eh, you know, oh, he's done playing, but yet, it, you know, somebody was saying it besides Tom Brady. Um, look, he had to make a decision if he was going to come back, whatever that process was. I think, listen, you know, you're driven to win. The Bucks give you a really good chance with the players that they have in place. I think they'd have done a nice job of accumulating a talent around them. And um, he had to make the decision early on. I wasn't shocked that he said he wasn't coming back. Right. I was just shocked at the fact that, you know, there's still some something there at the end of the rainbow for him uh, to go through a season. I think the one thing that maybe crossed his mind when he decided to initially retire was, you know, Godwin getting hurt, mm-hmm. which was his main target outside of Mike Evans, and then Antonio Brown going AWOL here in New yeah, York and, and not having those guys. I mean, and Brady was healthy, got through the season. He was playing well, but he just maybe felt like, you know what? I can do all those things perfect for me, but I can't control some of these other things that happen during a season. And that's a mental grind. Like to think like I was in perfect shape the whole year, but yet other things made us not get to where we wanted to go. And they almost got there without them. But still, if you had those pieces in place, I think they were the favorite leading into it. And no surprise at all, right, that Brady's back? Did he have kind of a feel? You know what? I I actually initially was like, oh, this is the time where he's going to step away, spend time with his family. Because, you know, if you know anything about Tom Brady, you know that once it's the season, he's all in on the season. You know, the the family, friends, all that stuff kind of gets put on the back burner, and and he focuses on his craft. And I, you know, I thought that maybe this was the time for him to, to step back and enjoy his family, uh, enjoy that, that, that family time. But when, it, when they said he's coming back, I was like, oh, okay. So the key here for the Jets moving ahead is their second-year quarterback, that is Zach Wilson. His best professional game, you were there with his family, I would argue, was against the Buccaneers. Yeah. What do you think about the steps he took down the stretch, but more so, I know, I guess, A.B., where does he have to go from here? Because Robert Sala talked about it at the league meetings. He really wants him to master that playbook. Well, that's key. Listen, football acumen, um, going through the film profusely and finding out what you have to improve in as a player. Um, I think it's one thing to, you know, you see guys train and, show film and throw and all that stuff's great right building that continuity with players but i think as a individual you have to really hone in on the craft of the mental side of it and i think that just comes with the work and seeing why i did things wrong why i didn't why this worked why it didn't going through scenarios watching other guys play in certain scenarios understanding how your division uh plays defense versus you that year because you got to play those teams twice there's a lot of work that, that gets needs to be put in behind the scenes that maybe isn't filmed. 
And I think that's the big thing, not just for, for Zach, just in general, young players in the league really have to go and do that, that dirty work that's not necessarily bigger, faster, stronger, right? Yeah. It's making this muscle better. And then, of course, putting that into play with all the other work that he's putting in on the field will ultimately take him where he wants to go. There's no lapse, especially a quarterback. You know, look at Brady. Yeah, he announces retirement. Yeah. He's coming back. He didn't wait a long time. He knows offseason's creeping up, and he's right. got to be there every single day and put his mind fully immerse himself into it. And for a young player, you have to do that even earlier. You don't get extra time in the offseason. I remember, and I don't know how you did it, but as a player, when I, in, in the beginning of my career, I only took a couple weeks off yeah. after the season. Now, as I got older, I knew how my, to do my craft. I knew the system, and I knew my body, and I was able to take a little bit longer, maybe a month or a month and a half. But when you're young, man, and you're still trying to, and I was a first round pick. I was still striving to be great. You got to really just, you know, it's 24 7, seven days a week, all year long for you as a, as a, as a ball player, especially if you want to be great. Well, I wanted to ask both of you guys this because you're former players. Do you like the news you're hearing from Wilson in terms of he was down in Nashville throwing to Corey yeah, Davis? Right. He's down in South Florida throwing to Braxton Barrios, who, of course, Resigned here and other receivers, including Elijah Moore. Yeah, I mean, you love to see your, your quarterback take that initiative, you know, to go out and, and keep his players comfortable. He understands that, you know, I'm the leader of this team. I'm, I'm the one who should be getting out of my comfort zone and making sure these guys are comfortable and, and going in their environment. Maybe learn something more about Corey Davis by spending some time in his, in his town, uh, spending some time with Braxton Burials on a personal level. You get to know him a little better and you get that trust factor. So I think that's smart. Uh, but to go back to what you were saying about you know, his progression in year two, like I think back to when I was a rookie and I was out there playing. And a lot of the time I was out there just reacting to what was happening. I was just balling. And it was like something you happened. Were oh, okay. right? You were finding go. the football, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just finding, <laughs> was finding the ball. But as I grew and as, I, as the game kind of slowed down for me, I started to dictate what happened. And I think at quarterback especially, Zach is going to start learning the offense. He's going to start understanding more, better how the defenses are attacking him. And he's going to understand how to dictate what they do and where the guys are going to be open based on the things that he can do as an offensive player. Well, let's talk about your favorite position, the tight end spot. Mm -hmm. The Jets went into the offseason with a big need there. They go get C.J. Uzama, who most recently was with the Cincinnati Bengals, flourished yeah. with a young quarterback. Dude, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of talented young quarterbacks, but Joe Burrow is right up there with many of them. And then uh, another under-the-radar signing, and Tyler Conklin, who – became Kirk Cousins' favorite target last year, basically uh, in terms of the uh, tight end position. I like the signs, first and foremost. And yeah. you know, this has been a position, um, honestly, with this organization well before Joe Douglas just, just not has not panned out well. And, you know. It, Would you go back to Keller, Dustin Keller? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, he was super productive. I mean, yeah. if you get that kind of play out of a tight end, that'd be huge for this organization. Um you know, when you get two guys that are young, that are healthy, that are driven, that were big part of their former team's success, um, I think it's key. You know, when I look at Conklin, I see a guy, you know, a lot of intermediate pass catching, did a nice job in the naked game, the movement stuff, a lot of stuff that the, the, the Jets like to do. He's able to find holes and seams, and he's there for the quarterback when needed. Um, you know, blocking, pass protection, those things are good. It's average. They're, they're there. Those always can get improved. But we need these guys to be products as far as what they do when they leave the line of scrimmage. When you look at CJ, yeah. you know, he's a different, uh, a little different piece of the fact that I see a lot of him uh, when he catches the ball. He's really 
has some urgency about making a guy miss and getting up the field, in particular in that red zone area, 25 yards in. He really tries to, you know, uh, he, he, you could tell there's an urgency about him. And everybody has that urgency, but for him, he knows he's limited. When he gets the ball in that area, he's got to make something happen, make people miss. Uh, I think he does that. He's got a big body. He's a good target. Uh, you know, none of these guys are game breakers speed-wise as far as running routes. I do think when they catch the ball and they get vertical, they do have some really good speed where they can get some distance and, and kind of get to where they need to be. So good signs, good additions, two really valuable pieces. And I really think you can still add another piece just because of the usage of the position in general, fullback, H, tight end. You know, you need more than two guys. And yeah. West goes here, and then you know, maybe you can get another guy, a valuable piece later on in the draft where a lot of good, valuable players are coming out of this year's class uh, that can help you in those rounds. So you live down in Florida. You spent a lot of time down in Florida. E, what's going through your mind when you hear the Jets are in pursuit of the cheetah of Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's exciting. It's exciting to think about. You know, I know my son was was happy about it. He, you know, he's seven years old and he loves, you know, watching touchdowns. That's all he wants to see is touchdowns. And you know, to to see the Jets make that active um, pursuit of Tyreek Hill, it was exciting. You know, but and then you start thinking about what are we gonna have to give up to get Tyreek Hill? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and how much value is he going to add versus? You know, I know there's a lot of positions that that need to be addressed. You know, there's a lot of youth here on this team, and those draft picks are gold. Yeah. And when you can draft a player, uh, bring in a player young, uh, kind of groom them under your uh, way of thinking and your way of playing, I think that's a lot. That's that brings a lot of value. You know, Tyreek Hill, you have to give up a ton of draft picks. You have to give up, you know, a lot of money, and, and that takes away from the pot from the rest of the guys. So while one player is great to have, one great player to have, I think when you can get a, a multitude of players, especially young ones in the early rounds. You can't beat that. We're, we're taping this right now, but, but what does it say about Joe Douglas's philosophy that he does want to build it through the draft like you just mentioned, but they also want to accelerate the development of their young quarterback, Zach Wilson? Yeah. Look, having a lot of draft picks is awesome, especially ones that are in the first three rounds. You know, I, I think when you look at, okay, yeah, you got to give up a bunch of picks, but this is a – you know, Tyree Kill is a game changer, right? right? You don't have to throw him the ball down the field yeah. to make him – do things you know you don't have to be perfect with him you just a little check pass or a little jet sweep and he makes something happen right so there's only a couple guys you know that can do this there are some other receivers potentially and again you said we're taping this down that are available that can do those kind of things as well and they you know there's there's actually a, a little bit of a list of those guys you know people are talking about you know uh, Metcalf being available AJ Brown could be potentially available these guys are game changing receivers yeah of course you're talking about guys with expiring contracts exactly yeah. so you know can they come in and be a difference right now like they're doing in their organizations absolutely they're they're ones they're true ones you know in this draft there is a high uh, number of really good receivers that are coming out we talked about them in some of the segments already they're just you know they're still driven on potential. You don't know. You know, they're not guaranteed to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jefferson or uh, old boy from Chase coming to the Bengals. I mean, they just aren't – you can't guarantee that. Yeah. Or a Waddle in Miami. Right. So, uh, you know, although they have what it takes and it looks like they could be those guys, they're still draft pick guys. And you have enough capital in the draft where I honestly I believe that when I saw that the way they packaged it they still had some good they were still gonna have four and ten yeah they're still gonna have four and ten so to me it was like wow like this isn't bad because right. to get that kind of value for a second or third That's round picks yeah. or whatever it is I thought it was you know good but you know he decided not to choose 
WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. All right, we're a couple weeks removed from that first wave of free agency, and we talked about the tight ends a little bit. The Jets get a Lankin Tomlinson, a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. Now, Joe Douglas also attacked the offensive line in his first two drafts, going with a lineman in the first round. On the defensive side of the ball, the key pickups there include Jordan Whitehead, a guy with championship pedigree mm-hmm. who formerly played with the Bucs his first four seasons, just was in the postseason with Tom Brady and company with the Rams. DJ Reed, fascinating story because Robert Sala was in San Francisco when he started his career and he really flourished on the outside, a 5'9 corner. How many times have we ever said that? With all that being said, you can comment on e- – your favorite signing, but also make a transition. What are the Jets' clear needs heading into the draft now? Well, you know, heading into the draft, obviously pass rusher is one of them. You know, you want to you want someone to uh, be able to get you off the field, help get you off the field on third down. Carl Lawson going down was a, was a big um, was a big blow before the season even Huge. started. Uh, you know, you look at wide receiver. You know, yes, you have Corey Davis, you have Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios. It'd be nice to add another. Uh, receiver to make things easier for Zach Wilson. Um, you know, when I when I think about the other positions, I would like to, to add some depth at linebacker. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um, while like Quincy Williams is a guy who emerged as a as a very good player and a guy who's going to be here for the future. C.J. Mosley obviously is a game changer, but when you can add some depth, I think that will help this defense uh, quite a bit. So you know, I look at it from a defensive perspective, so it's easier for me. But uh, you know, pass rusher, linebacker on defense, a- another skill position on offense. How about you, Abby? <laughs> well, you know, I I know we're this is a deep draft for pass rushers, and honestly, I don't know how this thing's going to shake out in the first four picks. I mean, quite frankly, who knows who's going to fall into your spot? I mean, everybody's predicting that Hutchinson's going to be gone. You know, Kayvon's going to be gone. Well, maybe not. They may right. both be available. Right. I don't know. I mean, so you know, there's going to be surprises. So you may like, okay, this is what's going to happen, but. You know, you got to kind of go by what you – and the good part about it is those players are kind of like what you need, right? So it just depends on how you rate them. So, yeah, pass rusher is, is key. I mean, the fact that Lawson's going to be back and, you know, if he – we're all assuming he's going to come back the same guy he was when he was – with the expectation levels. And now to have a guy that's premier, that's coming out of this draft, to have a partner in crime yeah. really amps up what you can do with the younger guy and enhances skill set and development. Normally, if, if you're going to the Lions or whatever, you're the only guy, right? So you got to do it on your own. Well, you, if you got another piece on the other side and some inside guys, it can help speed the the production up, which is good. Receiver, I think, is always yeah, there's a. I think you can get a good receiver all the way through to your fourth pick, the the two second round, in my opinion. Right. You know now. Uh, how much how, are you rolling the dice if you don't go in four or ten there? If you don't make a move, yeah, yeah I think you are. Again, <clears throat> you can always move up. With the two second-round picks, I mean, so, again, you're not out of it, but, you know, you'd like to kind of keep those guys. And I think cornerback, I mean, listen, if you can get the Gardner kid, I just, man, you know, I really like him. And not only does his play and size match up, but there's production. Like, 
you know, sometimes I feel like these top corners come out, they don't have any picks or, right. you know, they, this guy's got picks. Like people that attempted to co- kind of go his way, he made them pay. Very active. Comes from a little chip on your shoulder college. You know, mm-hmm. everybody doubts Cincinnati. Yeah. And he's going to come in with that. It's well earned for him to be in the position that he's in. So, uh, you know, Stingley's out there. Again, a guy that everybody loves. Production wasn't as great as early on in his career. Is he going to be that kind of guy coming into the league? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, traditionally, LSU has put out some really good corners. But, you know, this sauce kid, you know, you know Gardner's a good-looking guy, good-looking pride. I think he's – I don't want to say he's a can't-miss, but he's pretty close to it. He's probably going to be there for yeah. – I know we can't just look at mock drafts and say, well, this is exactly what's going to happen. But what do you think about that? A guy who played the safety position because if you followed San Francisco – that model or the Seattle model, very rarely did they take cornerbacks early. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is a unique situation where Robert Sala has talked about, hey, if a unicorn is there. Um, and he's probably referring to more the safety position because people are talking about Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> but, like, where do you stand on Sauce? How much do you like him? And how much does he change the dynamic? defensively if you get him in here I like him a lot I mean he's 6'3 he can run he can cover man-to-man you know when when you're playing against teams like Miami and they have a a Tyreek Hill he's one of those guys he's not going to completely eliminate Tyreek Hill but he's going to limit a lot of those big plays that he can make and force someone else to make the play then you look at the other side you know Bryce Hall he's emerging as a cornerback doing a great job in coverage you add uh, DJ Reed He's another corner who can play. And, you know, let's not forget, they play a lot of cover three. You know, the Jets play a lot of zone schemes. They rely on the pass rush, the linebackers underneath. They have a lot of speed. So, you know, with getting him in that fourth pick, I don't know if you need to. You know, just like in the past, like they found a Richard Sherman. He became that cornerstone uh, for their defense. If you can find him, it's great. But I don't know if there's a need. I don't know if you need to have a guy uh, just a lockdown corner. Ten for defense. sure, though. Ten, ten, yes, yes. You think that's it? Like, if he were to go to ten, like, yeah, I'd take him. I would love him at ten. Yeah, right. I, I would love him better, at maybe ten. better. Value It'd be great. Than 10, yeah. it, it would really just open up. I mean, you yeah. add pass rushers, you got corner. Uh, you know, it just. Where, where do you guys stand on Hamilton? Because you mentioned safety and the Jets in first round, and Jets fans have bad memories. Uh, with with that being said, a lot of people think this guy is a can't-miss prospect. Right. He's long. He's rangy. He comes downhill. He can play over the tight end. He can cover. He's got alpha qualities. It's high. You know, I, we've been through that before. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I think, um, I, look, I, Whitehead is, 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 a, is a really good sign for this organization. Uh, he is a monster in the box. I honestly feel like, if used correctly, he could be a more productive than Jamal Adams is in the box, in my opinion. That's how good I think he is. I well, really think he performed well. And I think there's you've got a lot of value in the in the in what you paid him. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think he played one of the better safeties, all-around safeties in the league last year. He played that well. Awesome tackler. So, you know, now is his cover skills where you want to be? The guy got where he needed to be. He's very good. He's not wasting – reps in the wrong spot he and they un- moved him around yeah he understands his assignment so he's in there so again is it is it speed related it's covered all those things now the, the kid from notre dame a lot of people are questioning his speed I, look film is film right they play really good competition the kid can play ball yeah is he an eraser is he a guy that you know how many safeties in the league are erasers off the top of your head 
I mean, I probably mean, maybe a couple. Yeah, if I mean, I'd rather get to the quarterback with a guy on the line. Yeah. Than try to figure out what my safety can do right. in the back end and hope he can get somewhere or prevent something. You know, you can stop everything at the line of scrimmage. So if you feel like there's a pass rusher there that's legit elite, even if like in Thibodeau's case, well, you know, you don't get every play. I played against a guy that's probably going to, well, he is going to be in the Hall of Fame, one of the best pass rushers ever, is uh, Julius, uh, Julius Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. He didn't play every play the way you maybe You've want him to play. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, he screwed up a game a week. I mean, yeah. that's just what he did. Yep. Because of those one, one and a half splash plays, Kayvon could be one of those guys. So, I mean, you know, those game changers on the edge, if they're available, I think that supersedes maybe a safety that potentially – Hard to say he's going to be an eraser. Just There's no rookies coming and doing anything that's an eraser. But he is a good player. I mean, yeah. it's a tough deal. Tough that, deal to go on. It would be fascinating if they do indeed go Gardner at four, and then what pass rusher is there at 10? Is tackle out of the, out of the realm? Well, I mean, it, you it, know, fa- I'm just saying, like, look, I hope Becton doesn't get hurt again or yeah. anything like that. I mean, I don't know. Fan is not getting any younger, played phenomenal last year. And, of course, yeah, now – in this moment, he's he's there and he's good, yeah. but you never have enough guys. Right. If you can get another piece, I don't know. Is it I over? Is it too much? Landing. Especially a four. If like that, that perfect guy's like, man, you know what? He's falling here, and some silly teams take quarterbacks early and just put some guys in front of you. To, do you like do you like both Aquano and Neil? Both uh, for both of you guys. Is you take a look? Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're both nasty. I mean, and you and you see what a good offensive line does for a quarterback. I mean, you, you saw the offensive line of the Colts carry them. They should have went into the playoffs, you know. But you look at the you know the Cleveland Browns. They have a great offensive line. It just makes the quarterback job so much easier. You, yeah. I mean, you can run the football. Make sure it allows your defense to rest. It just is good for your your organization when you have a great offensive line that can run the football, protect your quarterback, sustain drives, uh, just uh, dictate the way that you're going to play the game. I would never get mad at a first if, round. If you went with a tackle of four, you wouldn't have to go ten at receiver, in my opinion. Now you can slide down or come up a little, bit, and you can go in those areas and find a, that. Now those receivers that we, I, you know, maybe a Sky Moore. Or, uh, uh, Christian Watson or something like that. Those guys become better players because of protection purposes. But you think about it from the other side, like look what Cincinnati did. You know, they needed an offensive lineman. They went and got Jamar Chase. And they went and, to the Super Bowl. And look, they went to the Super Bowl. So and, there's, there's yeah. other No, ones. there's no question. You know, maybe there's enough. You know, you're yeah. right. I, look, But I'm with you. It's a I'm, great I'm, point. I'm, I'm a big lineman. It's a great guy. point. Their I'm offensive big, line big was lineman. not good, and they got there. So, But I think a, a lot of people think that, hey, could be safe money here, that – you're going to go edge four and ten. You got John Franklin Myers in the mix. You still have Quinnen Williams and Sheldon Rankins in the middle. You added a former first round pick who's familiar with the system at Solomon I li- Thomas. I like that so you, you're starting to see the pieces come together the way Robert Sala wants to do this thing, right? Right. You love it. You love it. You love to see uh, the, the, the team come together. And it's going to take a couple of years. You always say that it's not going to be the way you want it the first year, but. You know, what I liked about last season is that there were a bunch of youngsters out there mm-hmm. playing their butts off. No matter what the score was, no matter what the situation was at the end of the year, beginning of the year, they were going out there and giving it their all, and that's a reflection of the coach. And then when you add some more talent to that and you get more experience with the young guys, you add in some superstars with that with the same mentality, it, it's going to cause a lot of problems. They're going to win a lot of games that a lot of people don't think they should. 
You know, so I, I think that when you add those players, you get Carl Lawson healthy, you add somebody in the draft, you get some more superstars, it's going to be a problem. you got some young leaders that we talked all year about the 2021 rookie class, how impressive it was. But uh, from your perspective, in terms of free agency, how key was it getting these guys in here? Yeah, veterans with experience, but guys who play in the postseason. Uzama just saw the rise with the Bengals from two to four, and he's playing in the Super Bowl with Joe Burrow. Uh, Lankin Tomlinson was part of that build in San Francisco where they compete in the Super Bowl. Last year, they're playing an NFC Championship game. On the other side of the ball, D.J. Reed has postseason experience, and Jordan Whitehead can walk downstairs inside that locker room. He's got a ring. When you get a taste of that success, usually good players want more of it. Yep. And the fact that they've had the trek and they know how to get there and they've seen how a team can kind of get themselves prepared to go in the direction they want to go and, and achieve greatness, uh, it guys start listening. You know, teammates start, you've been there. Like, what's it take? You know, Jordan White is going to be in a DB room that's thirsty to know what it means to be a winner, like be in a position of, of greatness. And he can offer that to them. You know, that that's going to be huge. Uh, just like you said, those other pieces. Now you're starting to collab really good, talented players that have won real meaningful games in this league, championships, and they can spread that to the young players in the roster. I think that's big. What do you think of the arms race in the AFC? Let's go through the quarterbacks. Crazy, we don't have to evaluate every team, but we just throw the names out there. Yeah. AFC East, you got Josh Allen. AFC North, who the Jets, by the way, battle next year. Right. Deshaun Watson. I was thinking all along that, yes, he would be traded, but maybe New Orleans or Atlanta. Or Atlanta no, yeah. he winds up in Cleveland. Lamar Jackson going to be back healthy for the Baltimore Ravens. Talk about Joe Burrow and the success he had last season. Don't even go out west, uh, uh, AFC West. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> if you go to the west, everybody's got a good quarterback. Yeah. It, it, even if you don't want to say Derek Carr is not elite, he's a very good quarterback, and yeah. now he's got – I don't know, a top two receiver in the NFL and Devontae Adams he's throwing to? Yeah. Russell Wilson has joined the Denver Broncos. The AFC, we've never seen anything like this. To me, that, those guys don't matter. We're trying to win a division, right? Okay. I mean, so it's really what's in this division. And clearly the Bills have shown us right now that they're the class. And they've upgraded around this team a little bit too in free agency that I felt like they've made themselves a little bit better. So, you know, uh, Tua uh, is a guy that's – like the Jets are doing, they're putting pieces around this kid to see if he can be the guy. They got a solid guy that's going to push him in Teddy Bridgewater. We all know Teddy. Mm -hmm. He can manage. When you can manage a bunch of stars, you can have some success, right? So, the, again, you talk about the arms race and the division. And then, of course, New England's always going to be there. Mac Jones played as well as any rookie quarterback in the last several years. And they're only going to try to add more around him as well. But, uh, Look, it's no easy task. Yeah, there's that other stuff out there, but when you're playing teams twice a year in your division, you're trying to win a division, you got to figure out how to match up against those guys. And and then when you get to those other teams, you have a chance. We They beat the Bengals. Mm -hmm. You have a chance when you yeah, don't play common right. the foes, yeah. you know, because you, you're just out of the realm because everybody's locked in. All those teams in the AFC West are going to be locking into their division, right? They're going to end up losing silly games that maybe they didn't think they are going to lose because you're so focused on the division. I think the division's important, and it's a tough one. This, this is the, It's an outstanding yeah, point. Listen, Salah said at the end of the year, the gap between us and Buffalo, it's big. Yeah. Uh, how do you close it? Or are you guys looking more along the lines of these other three teams in the division? You're talking about a Bills team who went 11-1 and inside the AFC East the last two years. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when you, when you were mentioning all those teams, 
I'm thinking about all the wide receivers. You know, from from each team. You know, you, you have Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle in Miami. You know, you have uh, Diggs up in up in Buffalo. Devontae Parker just signed with New England. Yeah. You know, you're going to need some defensive backs. You're going to need some pass rushers to get to the quarterbacks to help flip things in your direction. Uh, you're also going to have to put up points. So, you know, when you look at the two positions that we've been talking about for the first round, wide receiver, cornerback, pass rusher, you know, all these things are, are going to do nothing but help the Jets. You close the gap of quarterbacks. You just asked. How do you close the yep. gap? You need a Josh Allen type of player that's making plays like that, that's winning games, that's putting up numbers, that's not, you know, is, is not fear, So we're coming full circle Not here. fearful the, the opponent. It, it does. It, look, it, it's a lot of pressure, and th that's what this league is, man. Like, there is pressure for the top guy. When I was a first-round pick, and Chad and Abraham and, and Ellis, there was pressure for us to perform, period. Now, it might be told to players differently, might be projected to players differently. But when I was here, it was plain and simple. My coach told me, we need more. You're a first-round pick. You need to play better. We have more expectation out of you. And that was what I was told. That may hurt your feelings. It may, may make you scared. Or it may raise you up to a level that makes you great. But that's kind of how it works. Like, you, you got to play better. Like, all these guys from last year, like Avera Tucker and, and Mike Carr, they, Great starts. Yes. But, man, we want more. We need more. And it's start to me, Zach has got to take leaps and bounds. And he's healthy. He's going the all season. He's got some weapons, some players just now, not even with the draft. He's got to go out there and do whatever he can to better himself. And like talk about, they're out there throwing all that stuff is great. It's a small piece of the pie. There's other things you have to do. And he may be doing that. And if it is, that's great. Right. I hope he is because he's supposed to. And if he is doing those things, he's going to be fine. But he has to take leech and strides because that is the difference maker in the NFL. Quarterback position. All that other stuff is great. We need it. Pass rushers, all that stuff. Just like you mentioned, Joe Barrow got to the Super Bowl. Why? Because of his offensive line? Hell no. Wasn't because of his offensive line. <laughs> Be nice to have it. He yeah. had the Jets offensive line. Who knows how many uh, – I think this line's really good. Yeah. Quarterback play is premium, and you have to find a way. Now, everybody else got to do their jobs around them, but the quarterback has to find a way to be – elite and that's hard in this business and uh, you know there's some signs of it last year now you need more sign more things more it's and, and look tighten the screws that's what it is when you're a top tier pick forget regardless of Zach anybody else you got to raise the level of play and that's my expectation for any top round guy WinBet is now live in New Jersey and they're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting get in on all your favorite teams players and sports from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport they have what you need to win Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. All right, fellas. Great job today. Hopefully you enjoyed Beck and Coleman because you're going to be seeing a lot of them and hearing a lot from them. The Jets Draft Countdown Series presented by Duncan. That is going to be all over our digital properties and CBS leading up to the draft. And then Jets Overtime, we're going to have three episodes on draft weekend. It's going to be a historic draft for the New York Jets. So we're bringing the big guns back to Florham Park. Great seeing you, fellas.